Dagda. What's up, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the Legion of Raw. I am with the former WCW World <laughs> Vince Russo. How are you, my man? I'm good. How are you, Doctor? I'm good, man. I'm actually uh very intrigued. Oh, very Bro, you can't stop the Joker, man. Very intrigued by this. You uh, can't stop the Joker, man. This game, I'll man. tell you what, though, there was nobody watching this game when Raw was on. Everybody was oh, watching yeah, everybody that was six man. Yeah, yeah. Who the heck is gonna watch this game, bro? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, who who you know, the the two part Seth Rollins interview. Yeah, two parts. Yeah, two parts. Bro, yeah. over the last two weeks, it was like ten parts. Well, four parts over two weeks because Seth Rollins is out <laughs> being in movies. Yeah, right? he's in, in movies, right so we're gonna see him, you know, with his with his uh shirt all buttoned down, yeah. telling us about the dream he had since he was a four year old. Yeah. Bro, you know my dream was when I was a four-year-old kid. My dream when when I was a four-year-old kid was I dreamt that I could I could ride Dino from the Flintstones. That's what I was dreaming about at four years old. And you know what, bro? I never got to ride Dino, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's too bad, man. That's too bad. Uh, well, we uh got Andrew Cool four nine nine super chat. We jump on into it. What are your thoughts on Seth, Charlotte, and Liv Morgan doing filming while being active in WWE events? That's always a pain in the neck, guys, because when I started um, at WCW, my first week on the job for like, bro, four to six weeks, I had to work around that ready-to-rumble schedule, and it was such a big, big, big pain in the ass. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris, pain in the butt. But um, I guess... I don't know, bro. I guess, you know, that's going to give them mass appeal and they think that's going to give them crossover or whatever, whatever they think, bro. But um, I don't know, man. I, 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 does it, does it really matter if Liv Morgan and Seth and Charlotte are on these shows, guys? Like, does it really matter? <laughs> are Seth, Liv, and Charlotte going to make these shows any better than they are? I mean, well, Liv on. is out for a while now with her shoulder injury. So, I mean, yeah. um, I think it's great for for those three people. I mean, because at the end of the day, they're showing the WWE that uh, that's leverage. I mean, that's that's leverage to WWE. Now, granted, a lot of the you know WWE has a lot to do with the filming and stuff like that with like for instance like the marine like the miz and stuff like that and a lot of the uh you know triple h and big show all of them were movies but a lot i mean this is what captain america i believe uh Seth was in um oh yeah but don't don't make make no bones about it bro the wwe's getting their payday make, make yeah make no bones yeah about they're it. they're getting their cut but i mean it can really give them a so I'm I'm into this game, man. Looks like they're going. It looks like the Lakers are going to get swept at home. Oh, I'm so here so for so it, man. So a lot of time. Oh, we better hit. No, this. it ain't. I'm here for it, man. Four seconds. <laughs> uh, 
Bro, if I'm the Lakers, I'm going for a three. I'm going for the win. I'm going for the win right here might if I'm well. the Lakers. Might as well, man. Might Go for the well. win, bro. You know, thank God this wasn't on during the, the end of Raw because I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I, there's that, no way I would have watched that. That six man, bro. Holy crap. <laughs> was that captivating, bro? Yeah, Unbelievable, yeah. man. You've got a possible sweep from Denver with LA at home. I would much rather watch. No. Uh, a segment backstage of Cody Rhodes trying yes. to uh, push through adversity and a bad, broken. Bro, uh, ask um, me if the best line in the entire show was Triple H looking at Cody's arm and saying, I could tell that arm's broken just by looking at it. Bro, it didn't look any different. No, it, Chris, it didn't look any different to you, bro. Like, really? Really, like, Trips? Bro, what do you, what do you got, x-ray vision now, too, bro? <laughs> like, real, that arm looked perfectly fine to me, Chris. And, uh, and, uh, much, I guess we'll just we'll start with the end here. With that whole thing, was it – planned because it's it just seems so flat oh man. yeah it was all planned bro oh and bro i i, I guess bro you know what I, I i'm 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 wondering if if cody play i'm sorry i wonder if brock played the trump card and basically said i i this guy beat me again i i gotta go over cody and the only way they could do that yeah. is if he goes into the match with a broken arm bro yeah i'd, I'd be here i'll be up for it uh that's it it's over wow sweep, sweep. city sweep city bro sweep at home bro nope. joke is exhausted look the yeah, joke he, he is i'm wow. here for it, sweet that's 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 nuts bro sweet I'm here for bro, it do you know i wanted to go to the conference finals bro the cheapest ticket was 200 bucks really I couldn't. I, I wanted to go with my son. I'm like, bro, I can't pay 400 bucks to go to a game. For a nosebleed, too, huh? Yeah, come on, man. Like, really, bro? Come on. Yeah. That's supply and demand, man. It's, yeah. it's you know, the popularity boosts the, the ticket price up, man, because people are, are into it. Yeah. You know, just like those raw tickets, man. I'm pretty sure they're. Oh, well, well now. Bro, paying four hundred for raw—that's a—that's a whole different story, bro. Yeah, that's a yeah. whole different story. Yeah, I mean, you know, especially you know, going uh, uh, head to head with uh, this this game, you know, Chris. I got to ask you a question. Absolutely. Do you have a broken jaw? I could tell your jaw is broken just by looking. Ah! At it. Did, you, did you break your jaw over the week, bro? It looks to me like you got a broken jaw, bro. You know, Vince, broken jaw or not. I'm fighting Brock Lesnar on Saturday. <laughs> bro, this is this is the hokiest show. This is yeah. and bro. Let me let me let me throw another. Let me. I'm gonna throw something out. Let me get something off my chest. Indeed. Please do, bro. Back in 1999, mm -hmm. there was a young lad by the name of Jeremy Borash, right? Oh, yeah. And Jeremy Borash was basically Bob Ryder's lapdog. Okay, that's how we started in the business. Mm -hmm. But I saw Jeremy, I saw promise in Jeremy, just like I saw promise in Bill Banks at WWE, Matt Conway at TNA. So I decide to take this Jeremy under my wing. Okay, bro? So I take this Jeremy under my wing for years and years. Bro, he even went, went on trips with me and my dad and my kids, went to San Francisco with me. 
I stayed over his house. We were as good friends as friends can be. Mm-hmm. Well, bro, then Jeremy Borash gets hired by the WWE. Okay, bro. And quite frankly, I don't know what he's doing over at the WWE, right? So, bro, me and Jeremy were both huge John Denver marks. Okay. Okay? And one of Jeremy's favorite John Denver songs was called Grandma's Grandma's Feather Grandma's Feather Bed. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro? We always used to joke about Grandma's Feather Bed. So, bro, I'm in the car the other day. I'm listening to John Denver, and Grandma's Feather Bed comes on. Mm-hmm. So I I text my friend, I I text my friend Jeremy Borash. I'm I'm thinking of Jeremy, bro. Even though the guy hasn't, the guy doesn't need me anymore. So y'all don't get any phone calls anymore, right? Yeah, he's so, he's, he's he's a big big well, guy hold, now. Hold, hold on, let me get this. So I okay. tweet Jeremy Thursday three thirty nine while I'm driving. Okay, bro. Just thinking, you, about just, got, just thinking I'm about just got just thinking about I hear the song. I'm thinking about the guy. Well, yeah. Pals performed from a long time yeah. ago. Bro, do you and Trips ever hold down to grandma's feather bed? Good question. Right? Yeah. Do you share that with Trips? Yeah. So it's Friday now, nine o'clock at night. I still got no answer from JB. <laughs> so I text back. I guess that's a no. <laughs> so here we are Monday, still no text. Then, no, no. then I hear, then I hear, I, I was reading a, a Kevin Nash headline where I guess Kevin said on his show, JB is now Triple H's right-hand man. Just you know, it. Jeremy, I'm going to give you, I'm going to quote the great Vic Venom here, bro. Come on. Bite me, bro. Mm. Two words. Bite me, bro. Every, thank you, Vic. Everything I ever did for you, bro, throughout your freaking career, bro. Everything I ever did for you, bro. And now because you're, you, you, you and Trips are engaged or married, I don't know, bro. Maybe you were the other woman in the relationship when it was a rocky road with him and Stephanie. I don't know, bro. But the fact that you can't even answer a text. What, bro? If you answer a text from Vince Russo, bro, you're going to get heat with, with trips? Or do I have heat with you, bro? Because your trips, right-hand man, and I come on here every week and laugh at your show. It's laughable, bro. You see, when you were working with me, that's a different story. But you and trips together... This show is laughable, and that is my opinion, bro. So if you can't answer a text about grandma's feather bed because I sit here every Monday and state the obvious of how this show is awful, shame on you, bro. Shame on you. Because you know what, Chris? I never forgot the people that helped me along the way. Bro, to this day, Bruce Pritchett and I have had our ups and downs. And I'll always point to Bruce and say, bro, this guy took me under his wing at the beginning. He took me on shoots with Taker. He taught me how to produce. And I'll always get the great Black Jack Lanza, 
the great late blackjack where I will never, ever forget people. Yeah. But now this guy's married to trips, can't even comment on grandma's feather bed because what, bro? I'm watching this, this, I, 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 can't, I, I, can't, I can't even find an adjective to describe this show. Hmm. I mean, joke, this joke of a show, that doesn't do it righteousness, bro. Man, I tell you, I'm sorry to hear that, Vince. Yeah, I, I, I understand how yeah. that be yeah. very uh, yeah. disappointing, man. Yes, yeah. it, it's it's very disappointing, bro. Yeah. Very disappointing. Yeah, especially when you had such a huge contribution to him even getting to that spot. You know, you you don't forget the people who helped you up. Uh, you never do, bro. You never, ever, ever do, bro. That's why in the wrestling business, bro, forget about counting your real friends on a hand. Bro, you could count your real friends on two fingers mm. in, in the wrestling business. That's how the business is, bro. And yeah. that's, that's why I'm no longer a part of it. That's why I don't want to be a part of it because that's not me. And I am not that way. Yeah. Yeah, and guess what? If you, and it's it's sad, man, because you know you never you never know, man. You you never know. This it's the old adage, you know. You you never know going up. You know, what I mean, who you might step on that might be the same person coming down that you need to rely on, man. So, you, you know, you can't do stuff like that. It's that that yes. job's not going to be forever. You exactly, know what I mean? bro. And you know, you, you can't, you can't just do that. It's just a yeah. simple text. And, and you know what, bro, here's the bottom line. It's a job. Bro. It's a job, man. That's all it is, bro. It's a job. Yeah. That you're willing That's to it. sacrifice a relationship with. Well, uh, you're forget, forget a relationship. You're willing to sacrifice your life yeah. for yeah. your life for bro. Indeed. But anyway, let's let's look at this mockery of well, a show. Before we do that, we've got a, a mountain of super chats, man. So yeah, fan sports number five. I'm gonna quote him because he just he's quoting the great uh Ralph Cramden right there. And Ralph Cramden said, Be kind to the people you meet on the way up, because you're gonna meet the same people on the way down. Thank you very much. That's Michael Anthony says, 299 Super Chat, this show was absolutely garbage. Do you agree, Vince? This show was hot garbage. Hot, hot garbage, bro. Hey, man. You know, do you think they just phoned it in because of the playoffs? No, bro. This is is their best effort. This is it, bro. This is the show, guys. This is the show. (laughs) We've seen this for years. This is the show, bro. This is the show. And and I got got some takeaways from this show. Uh, Whatchamacallit? Apollo Creed uh, didn't run enough, obviously, Chris. He didn't run enough. He didn't get in enough running, Chris, obviously. Okay? Gunther now is nothing because Sami Zayn beat up Gunther. So Gunther is absolutely zero. Emporium means zero. Uh, Nakamura like needs should go should should ask if he can go back to SmackDown because he's done on Raw. Yeah. But we saw Stark. Stark works out. Uh, Rory Stark apparently works out, Chris, and climbs ropes. She climbs. She yeah. climbs roads. Yeah, oh my God. He's bro. the better version of Apollo Crews because she wins and she works out. Bro, I am not kidding you. 
you literally you you can find a a middle school of wrestling fans and give them as an assignment. I want you guys to you you kids to put together a Raw show. You are fans of Raw. You watch it every week. If you could write the show, bro, I guarantee you that show would be better than what we watched tonight. And and I'm not even going into high school. I'm talking grade school. Grade school is like K through six. Yeah. There was nothing about this show that, like, my wife couldn't even, she didn't even get captivated. Like, she didn't didn't do, she didn't get uh, allured to stay more than a few seconds she came in she was she was away from the house she came in she came in my office she just checked in before she went to bed she gave me a kiss she looked at my big screen tv and it was during the becky lynch and trish stratus segment she looked at it she walked up she walked out bro this show was so (laughs) much it did i'm gonna top that i'm gonna top your your lovely wife Yes. I don't know if you're ready for that. So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Okay. This show was so this show was so bad. I I lost my hair. Oh. So wow. this, this happened during the show. Hair versus hair, man. Bro, my, bro, my <laughs> bro, this show is so hair. My hair started falling out. Like I'm Uh-oh. sitting on the couch. I'm rubbing my fingers through my hair, and my hair is fall because my hair doesn't want to watch the show. Oh, my hair's man. falling out of my head, bro, during this show. Yeah, I think you got my wife beat on that one, man. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Wow, wow. Hair versus hair, raw wings, <sighs> gentlemen. Wow. So I, I, I guess this is why Jeremy doesn't return my uh, my <laughs> text messages because I'm 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 telling I'm telling you yeah. a show that was obviously awful was awful, <laughs> bro. So like if you don't want to talk to me because of that, knock yourself out, bro. Yes, knock, give give yeah. give, give trips a nice rub down tonight, a nice massage, maybe the two years. Go out for a nice Coca Cola, whatever, whatever you do after after a show, bro. It's not, it's not worth it, man. You know, I've I've got good, I've got close relationships with people in WWE, man, and just a text, you know, just a text away, and they'll text me right back, man, because yeah. it's like, you know, it's nothing. I can't, you know, but, but I have Vince though had strong relationships with people, including one person that actually was on the card today, or who was on the Raw, who when they weren't getting a big push or a decent push, they would complain to me about <laughs> how much they're not on the show. And then they get a little bit of something and I don't yep. hear from them at all. So yep. yeah, it's, it's interesting yep. how that works. man. That's karma, bro. That's karma. I am a big believer in karma, bro. I am a big believer in what you put out there. You're going to get back. That's all karma, bro. And 
Uh, let's see. We got Joseph Gonzalez, 999. I've watched wrestling for 30 years, and Apollo Crews might be the worst actor in wrestling history. That promo killed any chance of him being pushed. And Sparks wonder why these guys can't get over. Bro, what about the uh, the? Uh, and I like her too. I mean, I do like her. The uh, Rackle, the Rackle uh, Shotzi promo. Oh my God, bro! How are you not standing there as a producer saying again? No, yeah. you could do it better. Again, yeah. again, again. How are you not doing that as a producer? I agree. I agree. And I I think that. Um, I think that he's. I, I think that Ra- Raquel, she's getting so miscast, man. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I think that she legit can be the next Batista. Like if if booked well, I think that they can book her to be the next Batista. Just a machine of a baby face. She has the look. She has the uh, potential. She in NXT, you know, when she <clears throat> came in as like a heavy, she was legit, man. She was with Dakota Kai and. She was legit, man. She broke off for herself and looked great. I mean, she didn't have this smiley stuff going on. She didn't have the same type of music, and she looked good, man. But with this uber, uber smiley, just weird partners that just is holding her down, who who do you think, like Triple H was, you know, he spearhead, like NXT was his baby. So, if he's having a lot of impact and influence still in the main roster, especially in the main roster now, since Shawn Michaels is more in NXT, why do you think Triple H, unless it's a Vince thing vetoing, why do you think Triple H would make Raquel Gonzalez a machine, you know, a cyborg in NXT, and then some type of just Chris super happy miscast? Let me explain that to you very, very easily. We all know now, based on the information we have, there was a major coup attempted on the part of Stephanie and Triple H. Mm-hmm. That, that is a fact. That is a fact, bro. That, that came out from the board directly. They vetoed Vince McMahon coming back. That is a fact. When that happened, bro, you f- forget about kicking the bear, bro. You you literally took a 10-foot pole and shoved it up the bear's backside. Mm. And at that point, Vince McMahon said, you know what? You two think you're getting my company when I'm dead? Oh, literally over my dead body. Mm. The company's going up for sale. Then it comes down from Endeavor, <laughs> bro. The only way Vince loses power is if he dies, he retires, or becomes incapacitated. Bro, Triple H is done. Mm -hmm. Okay, bro, Triple H is working for Vince McMahon, and when Vince McMahon does die, Vince Triple H will be working for the guy who runs Endeavor. He is done, bro. So if if, look at that situation that I just laid out. Bro, if you're Triple H, would you care at all at this point? You're not getting the company, bro. That dream is over. So you're you're either leaving and starting your own company. You're either 
getting hired by AEW and, and, and talking Tony Khan into letting you run that company, which ain't going to happen. I mean, bro, Tony Khan could literally have Vince McMahon in his prime and Tony Khan would still say, I'm running the company. That, that, that's what a Mark Tony Khan is. So that's out of the question. Yeah. So, so unless you're going to take all your money and all your contacts and open up your own wrestling company, wh- where, where are you, bro? You're, you're literally Vince's whipping boy. You, you, you tried the coup. It backfired. Now you have nothing. Yeah. I can't, my point is I can't imagine him even caring at this point. And that's why, bro, I swear, I, I, these shows are so bad that I'm actually asking myself the question, if Triple H is writing these shows and putting these shows together, is he now purposely trying to tank the show? Mm, I, I, I mean, I, you, you've, you've got to ask that question, knowing the facts, and then watching this show. What, 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 let me ask you this, Chris. Yeah. And then I'm, I want to hear your side of it. At this point, knowing, bro, you're going to be Vince's whipping boy till he dies, re- resigns, or at this point, what's your motivation? Money. That's it. Money's me. not. Bro, when, when, you, when you have the money they have, that's not the motivation, bro. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying that Triple H's collecting a check. I mean, like, he's not. Where else is he going to pay? But, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. When you have Stephanie Triple H money, money is money is not the motivator at this point, bro. Right. So, what else would be the motivator then? Like, so it's 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 not a power thing anymore. So, before the Endeavor purchase, it was Triple H thinking, okay, well, I'm potentially next in command as the son-in-law. As far Chris, as Chris, Chris, I, I lost you for a second. Your signal went out for. Vince is frozen. Frozen. Okay. Let's see. We'll get to it. Vince is abs- absolutely frozen right now. I don't know why. <laughs> check, check, check. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Vince fell asleep, it says. Uh, he lost me. <clears throat> yep. All right, so let's 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 do this super chat. <clears throat> Vince, uh, uh, we lost Vince. All right, so let's do. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we lost you, Vince. All Bro, right. it's funny because before you lost me, I lost you. Uh, yeah, I said that you like people were saying that you broke, you froze and stuff. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, okay, but I want you to finish what you were saying, bro, because you were saying. <laughs> I, I I really want to hear what you have to say if because you have the psychologist. Mm-hmm. So if money isn't the motivator, go ahead. What what is? What were you gonna say? Well, like I said, uh, Triple H. At first, it was it, it's a it's a potential power move here. So so as a son-in-law, it was a family business. So essentially, he's next in command. You know, either him or Steph, but it still will be within the marriage. So to him, there was a potential to run the company when it was a family business. It's not a family business anymore. Right. So at this point, he's just collecting the money because he's just an employee for Endeavor at this point. He's not like he's not like going to cash out and get some type of residuals if he were to leave WWE. And there's a really good chance 
that he won't get paid as much anywhere else unless he starts his big some big grand empire, which I doubt he, he doesn't have the back the financial backing for that. So at this point, he's just collecting a check just like anybody else would. So the 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 motivator for staying for WWE is simply collecting a check because yes, he has a lot of money, but at the same time, he's got he has a lot of bills as well. So so he's he's wanting to continue to get that paycheck. It seems like he's just he he just feels like an employee now. And it seems like he has that mindset too because he doesn't have that next in command type of kind of ace in the hole back in the day. You know, when when it was like I said, when it was a family business, it's not a family business anymore. So he's just an employee on the on the on the payroll at this point for Endeavor. Yeah, guys, this is really, I mean, you really got to put yourself in in that spot, bro. This is like growing up a, a, a rich kid and uh, and your father has millions and billions of dollars. And then all of a sudden, bro, at 50 years old, for whatever reason, you lose the inheritance and are not getting a penny. When for years and years and years you were banking on that. Think about that, bro. Yeah. Like, I got to be honest with you, Chris. I don't know how I, I would react to that. Think think about that, bro. Him and Stephanie thought for so long this was theirs, bro. Yeah. That I mean, literally. And, bro, let's be honest, man. As a guy that worked for Vince, bro, I don't care if you're his daughter. I don't care if you're his son-in-law. They had to eat a lot of you-know-what, Chris. And they had to put up with a lot of you-know-what. And you know what their saving grace was. Bro, it'll all be over when he's gone. Yeah. It'll all be over. Bro, you know how many nights that must have got them through? Yeah. Yeah. It'll all be. Now, bro, he's never going. He's never going, bro. Seriously, bro. I, and I'm being totally honest here. I, I, I feel horrible for them. Mm -hmm. I really do. But on the other side of the coin, bro, you guys had to know Vince better than anybody knew him. And the way you played this hand was the worst way you could have possibly played it. So, so that's where I don't feel sorry for you. When you're voting for the guy not to come back to his own company, mm. what, what, what do you think the payoff's going to be, bro? True, but, you know, it, it just it's, it's really goes to show that they were button heads for a while now. Right. And, <laughs> you know, Triple H is like, like, I don't want to be the guy that brings him back because this is one with him without him back is one step closer to me getting that what I've been wanting and dreaming for for years now. Triple H has had a suited position for, you know, 15 years at least. You know what I mean? Even, even, in the early to mid two thousands, he had a lot of you know um, kind of backstage influence when it comes to speaking for triple uh, speaking for Vince and having those type of uh, decisions, kind of suit and tie decisions. And it, it, over the past ten years, it's really been up there. So for a while, he's been thinking like, okay, so this is all kind of working out to my plan, and to for 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 that to be a salaried employee. 
is definitely a huge ego burst. I mean, it's not even a blow. It's a complete burst. So my question with that, Vince, to you is that say, you know, Lord forbid, you know, he's 77 years old. So, I mean, it wouldn't be a shocker if there was some announcement. But, you know, Vince goes, everybody goes. So whenever Vince goes over the next three years or so, to Ari Emanuel, who do you think he would choose to be the new, you know, president of WWE? Because right now, when it comes to the chain of command, when it comes from WWE, Vince is the one, but Nick Khan has that influence there. So do the chain of command from that makes Nick Khan the new, you know, spearhead Nick, uh, of the Nick Khan voted against him as well. And 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 Nick Khan's going to get his. I I've predicted that by the end of the year, mm. Nick Khan's going to get his. Bro, if if he, him and Ari have been friend, Ari said they've been friends for like 25 years. Yeah. If Ari had written in the contract, the only way Vince is not in power is if he dies, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Trust me, bro. Vince gave him direct orders under no means. Do those two ever ever run this trust me bro if he had that written in his contract i guarantee you ari knows the whole story ari knows what went down and and bro call it vince's last wish whatever you want to say i guarantee you vince gave him direction Mm. for if that were to happen interesting because i'm thinking of from a business standpoint and nick Khan is a really good businessman and Nick Khan, you know, the, during the Nick Khan era, they're seeing record breaking numbers. So I think from a business standpoint, if, if Vince McMahon, maybe, maybe he did allude to it, but if Ari's seeing the numbers and he's saying that Nick Khan has a lot to do with the numbers being brought in from a business standpoint, why would Ari deviate from Nick Khan to choose somebody completely different. I will tell you exactly why. I will tell you exactly why. If I am Ari and I saw what the three of them did, you don't think I'm thinking about, well, what are they going to do to me? I Uh, I don't know. I I, I think Ari's, I mean, he, he, he's way above, the pecking order. I mean, he owns the, the, the thing and there wouldn't be a matter like it, it's, it's, it's closer and it's more tight knit from the voting power because it's a family business. Like Endeavor is a huge corporation at this point. So it won't even be a matter of voting and, and all that as it's far a matter as of trust program. though, Chris, it's a matter of trust. So why, so why is Nikon still in an executive position? Because it, ju- ju- just like Vince McMahon told me when I said Vince, you 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 gotta you gotta you gotta get rid of Sean. His exact words to me were, "Yes, Vince, you're right." On my time, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he did. I'm telling you, bro. V- Vince is very very calculated. But he never got rid of Sean though. Well, he kind of did, bro. He kind of did. 
Sean's Sean has been, you know, uh, the guy who humbles Vince McMahon, you know, since he drew, he was the one who drew a bunch of money. He got yeah, injured, but, was but, there out for a few years. But, but bro, funny. you don't know, you don't know if that changed when Sean became a Christian. I, I, I never worked with Sean as a Christian man. I, I saw a completely different side. You don't know if that changed. I know people, I know personally wrestlers who work with Sean as a Christian. And he still, it, it was it was tamer, but he still had a lot of, you know, talk. Sure. He, had, he had a lot of lip toward Vince. Yes, he, he did. Had a lot, he had, had a lot of lip toward Vince. So, uh, you know, so I, I do think that Nick Khan is, he, he's the moneymaker. I mean, he, he's the one that's bringing in the yes. Roman Reigns is the is is the face of all this, but if you think of a of it from a business standpoint, Nick Khan's the one who's bringing in all these record numbers at this point because he knows what he's doing. That's the reason why he came from you know agent work to the WWE because he knows what he's doing. And Ari came from agent work to owning, you know, WWE and UFC. So there's that camaraderie there. There's that type of kindred type of understanding where you've got to grind. You've, you, you've got to understand how to network and how, you know, uh, I'm a big business guy and I, I watch business stuff all the time. I heard a really cool saying before your network is your net worth. And, and they, and they understand that people like Ari understands that reason why he's a billion dollar company. Nick Khan understands that. That's the reason why he's making record numbers. And I so so I think, you know, and you know, you work with Vince. I've never worked with Vince. That's that's your thing. Like you've worked with Vince. You know how much Vince is willing to be and to turn a blind eye to things that he can't stand on behalf of revenue, you know, stuff generating. We were talking about Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, and you've seen it again, you've worked with him. I've only known people who work with Sean. You've worked with Sean. So you're you're the you're the voice when it comes to this. I I'm I'm just a journalist who knows wrestlers. You've worked with them. So you know more, much better than I am uh, than I than I do when it comes to this being shoulder to shoulder with first both Vince and Sean and to know that Vince is probably wanting to throw Sean across the room. Bro, Sean did not veto Vince returning to his own company. (laughs) Sean was a pain in the backside to work with. He did not veto Vince coming back. Bro, somebody write this down in the chat room. By January 1st, 2024 nick khan will no longer be a part of the wwe Mm, old prediction mark that mark that down bro we've got from now till the end of the year i'm telling you bro bold prediction i don't think that's going to happen i i think that nick khan will be elevated more i I think there's a bigger and higher chance of nick khan getting elevated in position i don't and losing position because the money talks man money talks i mean i just again if Nick Khan with it, with with the the transition with the buy, that's the perfect time to make those transitions to make those you know uh, uh, executive transitions. They they did already. I mean, they, there were some executive transitions, but they were like, no, nope. no, we're going to keep Nick Khan because he's the one that's bringing the numbers. So we should definitely see where that where that goes uh, as far as the WWE, but. 
at the end of the day, and, and here's the thing. Let me add this. With how bad Raw is, Vince, and to still get the numbers that Nick Khan is getting, I mean, that, that, that WWE is getting from a revenue standpoint with this type of product, somebody is doing something right from a business standpoint because, man, the product doesn't reflect the the revenue that they're getting. They're buying content, Chris, and they're, they're, yeah. there's a lot of bad content on TV. They're buying content, bro. Good, bad, or indifferent, they're buying content. And yeah. they're buying a company that can churn out content on a weekly basis, good, bad, or indifferent. And they're getting all that ad revenue that comes with yeah. it. Man, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, All right, Michael Anthony, 799. Vince, why did WWE and other companies do away with Titantron videos? I'm sure it's a cost-cutting thing. Love, Legion of Raw. Oh, you mean the video screens? Yeah. I, nah, bro, that, that, that's got nothing to do with money, Michael. That, that has nothing to do with money, bro. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know, but that's got nothing to do with money. Gotcha. Uh, we've got Top Dog, 199. The Ruthless Aggression Era was the last great era. Um, have you considered watching the Ruthless Aggression Era? No, nah, bro. I'm I'm just not interested, bro. I got, I I just have so zero interest, bro. Gotcha. I mean, you know, maybe maybe your patrons may be interested in uh, you watching that. Well, go. So if I get a couple, if I get another thousand to join, I'll watch the ruthless aggression. How's that? There you go. There you go. Under, There's your challenge, bro. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Good plug. There you go. Uh, we got Sunset Steve's five dollars super sticker. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, how much was tickets? Uh, late nineteen nineties WWE. Bro? That's a good question, Chris. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I, I, bro, I have no idea what the price of tickets was, bro. We got awesome sauce two twenty. Raptors final tickets. Oh my god! Really, really, bro? Oh, I, I believe that. I mean, I believe that. That's insane. Wow, that is insane. Uh, we got Mike Dowling ten dollars super chat. <laughs> Storylines of true. That is, I think, because you can't get away true. with anything anymore on television, and also there's no adult wrestling. A few, but the majority of kids that are barely shaved. Mike, please don't let them brainwash you of that. That is BS, bro. Do you watch other television? Mm-hmm. Do you watch other television shows? That is BS, bro. They have convinced you of that. Chris, what is their rating again? Uh, PG. Yeah, and they're nowhere near the line of what what they can do. They're nowhere near it, guys. That is absolute BS. Please don't buy into that, bro. Why do you think the storylines have Because they're not writers. They're Hmm. not writers. Triple H is a wrestler. Yeah. Michael Hayes is a wrestler. Paul Heyman has been in the wrestling business for 80 years. Michael Hayes has been in the wrestling business for 70 years. They're yeah. not writers. There is an art to writing a show, sure. any show. They're not writers. Yeah, that's why I think this Endeavor purchase even further hurt Triple H because he's not – on the business end, you know what I mean? He's on the creative end. So, and he's on the talent recruit end. So that's a part of 
the business. That's not the business at hand when it comes to revenue and numbers and networking and stuff like that. So that's even worse for Triple H because he doesn't really have a strong resume because he, again, he's under Endeavor. So he just doesn't grab, he does he just doesn't move into the to position. He would have to apply for the Bro, position. You got to understand something. This is a whole different, this is a whole different ball game. Now I'll tell you why. Because with a Vince McMahon run WWE, if Vince is in a boardroom of 50 people, hey, I'm going to take a poll. What did you think of last night's show? If you thought last night's show was great, raise your hand. Okay? 50 people are going to raise their hand, bro. 50, 50 people will raise their hand that this show is great. Bro, they're going to start talking about the show under Endeavor. You know why, bro? Because Endeavor employees and Ari's right-hand men and important people of the comp company are going to start watching this show. Mm. And they're going to start seeing what we see. And somebody is going to say to Ari, Ari, listen, I know you paid a lot of money for this product. Have you watched the show? It's a whole different ball of wax, bro. And when when normal people watch this show outside of wrestling people, it's it, it, it's 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 a joke, bro. It's an absolute joke. So this show is going to be looked at differently now through the eyes of an endeavor because, bro, they're going to want to be taken seriously. Yeah. They're going to want this, this show cannot be taken seriously, bro. That's true. But then you'll have a Nick Khan throwing in the numbers, throwing in the stats, throwing in the money and things like that. This is what we've, this is our net gain. This is our net gain. So yeah. And, and, and think, what, and how, what how do you think Arby would feel if he's looking at the product disinterested from a consumer standpoint, right. but then Nick is get, throwing all the great surplus numbers. And Ari's going to say, that's great, Nick. I love your numbers. You're doing a hell of a job, kid. Keep it up. However, what would those numbers be if this show were actually good? Hmm. That's what he's going to say. If, if this show was watchable, what, what would those numbers double? What do you think Nick Khan's response to that would be? He's very diplomatic when, when, with his, with his speech. What do you think? What do you think? He's very political. Bro, I don't do care. I don't care if you're Nick Khan. I don't care who you are. You're not going to, you're not going to convince anybody with a background in entertainment, sports. Um, you, you know, you're not going to television. You're not going to convince them this is a good show. You're not, bro. You're not. They know a good show from a bad show. So you're not You're not going to convince them this is a good show. Ari is going to say what we've been saying for years. Bro, we know how much money you're making. Good for you, bro. Good for you. How much money would you be making if this show was watchable? Sure. Now, if you say it, now, if you have that conversation from a lens of a, um, either current or former wrestling enthusiasts like us or even a former writer who was a wrestling enthusiast beforehand, that would be a different lens than some corporate 
chill basically who has no clue of even what he's looking at because he doesn't watch the product see look that guy uh, ali mustafa ali yeah man he you know he's he's a pakistani and indian he's going to be the middle eastern representative representative of our big saudi show coming up this weekend that we're going to get record numbers that's one of our biggest uh gates of the year and if the person's watching that with that kind of already embedded in his mind he's going to look and say oh okay cool like what type of lens is that corporate guy going to watch it from if he has no clue of what he's watching bro i don't know ari obviously i don't know ari but bro i don't know how important his reputation is to him Mm-hmm. And I and I, I'm telling you, bro. Like I know nothing about Ari. I know nothing about in Denver. Here's what I know, bro. You guys purchased the product, and and the 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 cornerstone of the company, their television show, is god awful. Mm-hmm. I I can't imagine you guys don't care about that. Does bro Ari? One of his businesses is UFC. The other of his businesses is the WWE. You think he really wants people laughing at the WWE? You think he really wants people looking down, down their nose? So, again, bro, I don't know how much of ego is involved here. I don't know that. I do know in, 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 in the wrestling circles, everybody is going to tell Vince McMahon this is a great show. Sure. I, I can't imagine – People at in Denver are, are Endeavor are gonna watch this show and sit there and tell him, yeah, bro, this, this this is a dynamite product. I can't imagine that, bro. So why do you think that Ari gave Vince carte blanche after the scandal, after all the legal stuff is coming, and then he gives some carte blanche? I don't think he has any idea how bad this show is. I really don't, bro. I I really you don't. Watch this? No, I don't either. No, bro. I think I think that's why I said earlier. I think it's going to be people coming forward saying, mm. "Bro, have you watched this show?" Because, bro, here's what's going to happen. They're going to hear the buzz. They're they're, they're going to hear shows like this. They're going to see the number not grow. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They're going to see because to them, bro, that television rating grows. They're making more money because the TV rating triggers everything. So the question is going to be asked at some point, bro, when when are the numbers for Monday Night Raw going to go up? Are they ever going to go? That number is, that question is going to be asked, bro. It has to be. So someone would answer in the WWE, yeah, the numbers aren't going up, but the revenue is. What would right. be the counter to that? And and what, what would the revenue revenue be if this show were good? Hmm. Interesting. What what would the revenue be if you had double the eyeballs watching this show? What would the revenue be? I think that would be a good challenge for Mari to WWE. I do too. I th- I think that that would bring some fire up their butts and say, okay, well, look, that's a fair challenge. You know, what I mean, at 1.8 rating isn't something to be proud of. <laughs> that's not something to you know post a uh, hold a big banner on. Like that's not. You know, it's not saying a lot there. I need you to boost it up to over two, especially with, uh, you know, uh, uh, Fox, you know, SmackDown getting a half million more views a week than you are. Okay, well, at least let's let's figure out. Let's let's challenge. Let's put a challenge. Let's raise this, especially from a businessman. You're already you're you're always scaling. 
Yep. And so, and so that's one of the things like, you're not just content on just seeing this one, eight, someone like an Ari, I, again, I, like you said, I don't, I don't know him either, but I know business. Right. And so you're always scaling. So it's one of those things that, okay, well, I see one eight. Okay. By, you know, uh, uh, by the quarter three or quarter four, I'm expecting at least a two. Right. right. And so if you're not, if I'm not seeing a constant two, because here's the thing, Ari doesn't have to watch the show to look at the ratings. Right. So from a business standpoint, if I'm, if I don't have to watch the show, if I'm seeing one, eight, one, eight, one, one, six, one, three, one, nine, I'm looking at it from a business standpoint, I'm meeting with the execs from the WWE and I'm like, okay, I'm looking at these numbers here. Okay. I, I see that but I'm, I'm not content in this. So let's, let's, let's spend this quarter to do what we need to do to raise these numbers to a two, because I do want to have more eyes watching the product because that's consumerism at its finest. Right. And so that's the, that's, I don't think Ari's really going to care about watching per se. I do think he's going to care about looking at those numbers and challenging bro. WWE growth. Yeah, exactly. Bro, bro, he paid a lot of money for that. Bro, it's like Elon, Elon Musk with uh, with Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Like, you know, bro, a lot of people like, oh, wow, 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 wow we got to pay $8 for uh, for the check mark now. Bro, the guy paid how many billions of dollars for the company? You're darn right. You got to pay $8. How, how do you think the guy's going to make his money back? Yeah. It's the same thing here, bro. How do you think Ari's going to make his money back? Growth, growth, growth. Yep, 100%. I agree with that. Uh, Let's see here. A graphics, $10. People keep saying Triple H is running SmackDown and Vince is running Raw. Do you guys believe that or no? What do you think about that? I don't don't want SmackDown, so I wouldn't know, bro. I I don't know. Uh, I I say this all the time. We talk about the comparison between Raw and SmackDown. I think... uh, SmackDown is a much easier product to watch than Raw is. Um, I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know if Triple H, who's running SmackDown, who's running Raw. Uh, but if Triple H is running SmackDown, it's it's an easier product to watch. But I will say this, though. It was an easier product to watch before Triple H, you know, got into a, a bigger position anyway. So I wouldn't say it's necessarily a Triple H thing. I do think there are a lot of people who are trying to be in denial about Triple H not making as much of an impact as you know people want him to do so they're using a lot of confirmation bias to say well it's not triple h or well vince mcmahon's back we'll just get give triple h some time so they're trying to find any type of reason to not basically put the spotlight on triple h and say okay he's not doing as much as he we wanted him to at this point the probation period's over. It's been almost a year at this point. I think June will make it a year since Triple H had some type of prominent role. And so it's it's to me, it's not it's 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 none of that that you can give a reason why this hasn't shot through the roof as far as Raw is concerned. And with Triple H in the position that he was without even Vince having any influence, we still didn't see his significant growth. So I, I at this point I don't think you can give a lot of excuses of uh who's running what or, or why it's not working. Rollin 1999. It's official now on average. LeBron James has won one world title every five years in his 20-year career. LeBron won world one world title eleven full seasons in Cleveland, and MJ won the 
Six NBA titles and 11 full seasons in Chicago. MJ is go. Well, I 100% agree with you there because I'll argue that I'll Michael argue Jordan that. is my all-time favorite basketball player. And uh, I, I, I think the numbers don't lie, as you see right here from Rollin. Thank you very much. Uh, there you go. Very nice. Uh, we got Young Reckless 199. Should WWE, should WWE have, have acting classes to help with promos? They do have promo classes within in NXT. Uh, Dusty used to be in charge of that, so I don't know who's in charge of promo. Yeah, classes. we talk, I talked about that a lot, you guys, and I'm not, I'm not selling this. I'm not telling you this as a selling point. Uh, but on on my Patreon, um, me and EC3 talked about that extensively. Because EC3, you know, was was doing promos under Dusty, so yeah. you really get a feel for somebody was that was there, bro, uh, on my Patreon. Nice, nice. Um, top dog. Thank you, man. Continue to WWE is stuck on the '80s typeface. That's outdated. Yeah, I think there's some room for an '80s face. I, I think I think one of the biggest problems is that uh, there's no there's not a lot of heroes to cheer. And so like a lot of people are just, there's so much split reaction and 50, 50 booking that no one just feels a cut above the rest really, other than, you know, Roman, but he's starting to, you know, people starting to criticize that he's getting, you know, critique that he's getting one dimensional. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's the thing, man, about wrestling is that there should be a, variety of baby faces there should be a, a a bunch of different types of baby faces like steamboat was a white meat baby face savage was an edgy baby face you know what i mean so it, it all even even back then it was a, a variety of baby faces you got anything on that vince no no i mean i i agree i mean i definitely agree with you yep. yeah johnny slice Five you guys must have some Triple H skills because you can see right through this show uh, and see can see that it's broken. Uh, shame on you, Borash. Oh, yeah, nice. That's a that's a hashtag that's going to be going on. It's shame on you. Should Borash. be. It should be, guys. Hashtag that everywhere. Shame on you, Borash, because it it is shameful. It really is shameful, bro. Yeah, indeed. And guess what's going to happen uh, first thing in the morning, Vince? What? You're going to get a text from Jeremy Borash. No, no. Well, you, you, boy, you know what's going to happen? He's going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, he, he's going to say he changed his phone number. That's what it's going to be. I bet you. I guarantee. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. My phone was dead. Yeah. Uh, we got Johnny Slice $5 again. <laughs> Vince, be honest with the hair. Are you being held hostage by Brutus Beefcake? Wink twice if there's trouble and I'll parasail over to take care of it. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. I swear to God, every summer the same two things happen to me. The same, bro. Listen, my whole life I have long, you know, like Seth what Rollins had a dream when he was four to be a wrestler. Yes, indeed. And he's sleeping with his uh re wrestling buddy. Yeah. Uh, I had a dream when I was four, uh, to one day have Kevin Nash hair. Mm. Okay, I've dreamt that since I'm four years old. Nice, bro. Every summer. When I take the top off the Jeep, the hair gets cut. Man. It's the, the two things, bro, just just go like this. I was digging the hair, Vince. Yeah, it was getting there, bro. It was getting there, bro. Ah, we gotta we gotta uh we gotta let it grow out, man. And ah, get over too late it. now, man. Too late. Yeah, yeah, look at that. I envy that, doctor. Oh my god, do I envy that? That is awesome. 
Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Hey, oh. man, there's still there's no hope, man. You got you still got a nice head of hair, man. You still got a nice head of hair. You just cut it off. It still grows and stuff. Uh, like it doesn't got you know, You're not rocking the Caesar, man. There's a lot of people at 62 years old who wish they had the ability to cut hair for it to grow back. So, yeah. you know, uh, that's the, that's a big kudos to you. Uh, Mike Dowling, $5. <laughs> I do agree with you, Vince. It's just frustration. I love wrestling. I'm just lying to myself, still watching and think it's still good. Yeah. Uh, I agree. You got anything on that, Vince? Bro, listen, I'm a very honest guy, bro. L listen, Chris, uh, uh, Blacklist is in its 10th season, and this is the final season. Okay. I love the show. I, I love Spader. I love his character. Bro, I'm sitting here saying the show's jumped the shark. Hmm. This last season is absolutely horrible. They, they got an awful plot. Bro, Sylvester Stallone, who I've loved since Rocky, we both 76 okay bro he just started a reality show did he really with, with his wife and bro his three daughters are like drop dead gorgeous mm. okay so of course bro i'm gonna watch this show i love stallone the the girls are very very attractive i i watched the first two episodes of this show i want this show to be successful mm. Bro, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing here. Like, there's nothing here. So, guys, you got to understand my point is, as a television viewer, I'm just giving you my – it's not an anti-WWE thing. I yeah. could care less, bro. I haven't been working there since 1999. It's a television thing, bro. Yeah. It's. I could tell you there's a great show now. Uh, go on, uh, 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 what, what is it on? Uh, Peacock, that Bupkis, Bupkis with uh, uh, the, the kid who dated, uh, who's the who, the kid who dated, who d dates all the hot models and he looks like he, he's ugly as Sid. Pete Davidson. <laughs> Great show, bro. Great show. Watch, watch that show. I am a television critic, guys. It's what I do. This is the worst show on television. Really? Wow. I, 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 there's nothing I watch during the week that's worse than this show. Wow. Nothing. Wow. Very interesting. Bold statement again by Vince Russo. He's bringing them. He's bringing them thick tonight. I'm, I'm just. I'm telling you, bro. Indeed. Nasir. Listen, read this and let, let me address this. I started watching UFC full-time this year. They have way better storylines in WWE, and there's no writers. No, Nasir, you're wrong. There are, there, there, there are writers at least formatting the show. Mm -hmm. Somebody is somebody who knows television is formatting that show. So writing is more than storylines. Writing is more than character development. Formatting a television show, bro, is probably the most important thing, Chris, because you've got to keep people interested throughout. Yeah. So formatting is part of that show, and I promise you, bro, they have people who know how to format a television show. Sure. All right, Vince, I'm about to go through the whole show. Uh, and uh, after I do that, give me some specific takeaways that you got from the show, and then uh, we'll do it that way. All right. So we got Cody Rhodes backstage. And, and 
feel free to cut me off and just you know chime in what whenever you want to. All right. Uh Cody Rose cut uh, backstage walking from the outside gets brutally attacked by Brock Lesnar. And this was dead when we went to the on camera because Cody uh, 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 Graves totally no soul this totally had no emotion put jr in that spot bro mm. he totally no soul bro supposedly cody rhodes has a broken arm and triple h can tell just by looking at him yeah. and but yet you got your announcer totally no selling this so right off the bat bro if graves didn't believe this then i didn't believe it indeed paul Heyman cuts an in-ring promo gets interrupted by ko and zane that leads to ko and zane uh, cutting a promo gets and bro, I get, you know, and bro for the genius Paul Heyman is like seriously everybody we're still going with cheap cheap heat like uh the this hellhole known as Hershey Pennsylvania bro why, why Paul why is it a hellhole like I've been to Hershey Pennsylvania I many I like many times I liked it too <laughs> like what why is Hershey Pennsylvania a hellhole bro because you're a heel and you say it's a hellhole it is that 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 BS is so tired bro go ahead uh we've got uh uh cornered by Imperium Matt Riddle making a say Bronson Reed defeating Ricochet we've got Apollo Cruz uh the interview <laughs> Oh, we got Joey. All right, here we go. Joe real Come quick. on, Joey. Come on, Joey. In honor of the Lakers getting so weeped, yeah, it is time for Joey. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Well, there's a couple of things here. What What did I say last week? I told you the three things that this show were. I told you the three things that they were. Number one, we run into each other in the back and we make matches. Number two, that leads to a long, drawn-out match. That means absolutely nothing. And number three, the finish is always predictable, okay? So here we have our first case of running into each other in the back. But, I mean, bro, what about this line? Who, who Who's the person writing this line for Apollo Crews? I'm everything that you're not. Mm. Like really, like really, Harsh. really. That's that's what we got, bro. That's that's what we got. Yeah. <sighs> Go ahead. Rollins, no yeah. glasses because so somebody told him to take his glasses off for the fifteenth part of this interview. Remember, I yeah. said that last week. Yeah, bro? I remember that. Yes. Okay. We got Zoe um, Stark defeating your, your girl Candice LeRae. What is it, bro? She she's clear calculated and something vicarious i think she said okay yeah all right okay um, we got mustafa ali cutting a backstage interview interrupted by brock lesnar walking to the ring for the backstage he tells ali quote get a life kid what a way to uh totally just obliterate the number one contender for the bro, I, I i don't know what to say with the ali rib anymore now bro i'm sure the guy's making a lot more money than me so ali you can't you can't say that the next time you call me a hoe because i am publicly acknowledging i know you're taking a lot more money than me but I don't know if that money would be worth being humiliated on television every week. I'm, I'm just being honest with you, bro. I don't know if that money would be worth it to me because I would say, why are you humiliating me on television every week, man? And why would he agree right. to a segment like that? And the, here's the most just punk-like 
uh, expression that happened in that whole segment. When he gets bumped by Brock, the whole get a life kid, he just walks up. Hmm, okay. It just walks off the camera, walks off the frame. I'm like, if that ain't the weakest, most punk like <laughs> move that anybody, okay, I'm good. You know, be like, just, just walked off the frame. That was absolutely horrible, man. And I just, there's no way I would agree. And he got into the same thing, bro. The same thing that, uh, this guys, I want you to, I swear, I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. Ali cut the same promo that he's been dreaming about this as a kid. Okay, bro. Later on in the sit down interview, Seth Rollins has been dreaming about this as a kid. Yeah. I just watched all access AEW Adam Cole has been dreaming about this as a kid. Guys, how many professional athletes in any sport, how many professional actors and actresses, okay, bro? How many professional politicians, bro, have you ever seen say, I've been dreaming about this. How many times have you seen LeBron James say, I've been dreaming about this as a kid? How many times have you ever seen Michael Jordan? No. You know why they don't say it, bro? Because they don't have to dream about it. It was a reality. Yeah. Because they were that good. Sure. They were the, So there was nothing to dream about, bro. I'm that good. I am going to be a professional wrestler, and I am going to headline. There's nothing to dream about. Dreaming about something is like, Oh my gosh, bro! Back in the day, I wish I I I I I dream that I would have married Pamela Anderson. It's it's an unlikelihood, bro. It's a dream. So every time I hear a wrestler say, "I dreamed about this," bro, that tells me you had a dream about it because you didn't think it was a reality. That's why you never hear a professional athlete say, "Oh, I dreamed of pitching in the World Series," or "I dreamed of Game 7. No, bro, because they expected to be the best at at what they did. Every wrestler with this, I had a dream, bro. Yeah, bro. And unfortunately, your dream became a reality. And now we're dreaming when we're watching the show, bro, because we're all dead asleep. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, we have uh, the... So Lesnar then walks out to the ring and then cuts a promo. Does an open challenge gimmick. But then, because I actually, at that point, I was like, huh, maybe we will change up. Because I don't want to see Cody Brock again, honestly. I'd rather see somebody else, you know. Did you think Ali was coming out? You know, I, I had a, I had a feeling that Ali was going to come out, be the Middle Easter representative, and, <laughs> and go over Brock and, and Saudi. That that would have that would have that would have done it right there. Uh, so Cody comes out. In, in a sling and all of a sudden he gets tackled and gets locked into a camera further looking like a wimp chris we got to give him credit here okay this is the one spot we're gonna put the wwe over because oh, bro I, I i thought this was coming 
Chris, they didn't play the sound effect of a bone breaking. <laughs> I swear, I, I, I I'm shocked. I'm shocked that they didn't do it. I am shocked that we didn't have that sound of a bone breaking, bro. Yes, would have been. So I, I give them credit for that, bro. There you go. Yes, there you go. Uh, we got the Alpha Academy defeating the Viking Raiders. Who's who? Who's watching this match during the NBA Finals? Yeah. The, the yep. Western Conference. Who, who's watching this, bro? Uh, we have um, Finn Balor. Uh, we got the Indusheer vignette. Uh, we get Finn Balor defeating Shinsuke Nakamura. Then we get to Raquel Rodriguez defeating Sonya Deville. Rodriguez, go ahead, bro. How many times do I have to say this? I don't watch. NXT. So this Shotzi Black runs out from the... I don't know who this is. Hmm. I don't know who this is, bro. And we've said it a million times. A fraction of the Raw audience watches NXT. I don't know who this is. So immediately, bro, somebody I don't know who she is run out to the ring, and and she's not over with me. I don't know who it is. Do you think just by first impression... No. Do you think that she has no. in any type of interest? No. Or are you interested in her as a booker? No. As a Absolutely writer? not. Why not? Bro, what's what, what's, the, what's the difference between her and the other 12 girls that we've trotted out there in the last six months? Come on, bro. She's edgy. She's oh, tatted up and edgy. We just keep putting these girls out there one after the other with nobody getting over nobody's getting it's chelsea green over bro no no um we have raquel so chassis makes the stage we get backstage with adam pierce and trish stratus trish trish wants a no touch policy Bro, I got a pot. I, I I I I I want to call for joey but we got to get through this time the the one announced the lucky charms guy bro <laughs> He referred to Shotzi as a ballsy badass. Yes. Ballsy badass. Okay. All right. Yes. Bro, let's talk about this as a psychologist. Mm -hmm. Because I don't understand this, bro. I'm, 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 I'm shooting here. Why is this Trish Becky thing not getting over at all, Chris? I, I, I'm I'm really confused by that, bro. Nobody cares about this. Nobody cares what Trish is saying. I, I don't. I really, bro. Listen, I didn't watch Trish strategy, Trish's run, but I know she had a huge run, mm-hmm. and I know she had a huge run for a very very long time. Yeah. So I am confused why nobody cares about this. What's your take on that, Chris? I think most people are just waiting for trish to leave because trish isn't a mainstay um they know that trish is just there for the sake of putting becky over and they're just like just get on with it so so it's like just come on let's let's just speed up the process let's just get on with it and then trish stratus like she's just not really honing in being the heel very well man so people just aren't buying it i mean they're just they're just not buying it it's just like like you talking about Triple H can see through the arm of Cody Rhodes to know right. that his arm is broken. Right. Like it legitimately though, like the 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 fans as a whole, like they're not 
they're not buying into this. They're not, bro. Because they they don't see it in Trish. They just they just feels like she's just kind of going through the motions. Like like Trish, she does feel like that in all, in most of this few. Like she's not. She's really trying. It feels contrived. Yeah. It doesn't feel authentic. They're not. They're they're not buying into it because they see right through it, man. They see. Yeah. Right yeah then 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 I I I kind of feel bad for her, bro, because they're just. They're not biting on this, bro. No, no. And plus, the the, the it, there's just not a lot of story to it. Like, they're not really adding to the story. Like, the, the, if you think about this, Vince, the story was Trish aligned herself with Becky because Becky thinks that she's too good, but she's not good enough as Trish. And so Trish takes out Lita to prove that Becky isn't good enough. Well, here's what also doesn't help, Chris, because I've been pointing this out a lot. There is another blatant Becky heel line in this promo. Mm. Becky said in this promo, I've been able to have a career that you can only dream of. Bro, that's a heel line. Trish has had a phenomenal career. She's had a tremendous career career and you've got the baby face saying i've been able to have a career that you can well now you're lying becky (laughs) that that is a lie baby faces are not supposed to lie say what you want about trish in 2023 this woman had an unbelievable career so why is a baby face saying that yeah one of the most successful women's wrestlers in all of wwe history that's i i don't bro you 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 got to watch these lines bro because this is this is really clouding the issues man you know how i'm a nuance guy i like how you brought up the nuance and uh, those nuances matter man they really do i picked that up right away i I literally played it back because i was like did you really say that (laughs) now now, now you're a liar the woman had an unbelievable career sure did absolutely uh michael anthony 299 (laughs) what was becky lynch wearing for sunglasses vince we're back to the cosplaying, man. Yeah. We're, we're, I, I, I thought we were over that. I thought we were over that. Bro, listen, if again, if I'm writing this show and this went down the way it did with, uh, you know, um, um, Trish turning on Becky, okay, I'm, I'm not cosplaying. I'm pissed. I'm I'm really upset and I'm really pissed and I'm out for blood. I'm not, I'm not cosplaying at this point. Yeah, indeed. Nazir, 499. Vince Russo might need a break. Seems like Ross stresses no, me. Please, bro. You really think Ross stresses me? I, I hate that I have to watch the show. I'm not I'm not going to lie to you guys. You know, Sports Keter is very good to me. I, I love Chris. I love Raju. I love working with them. I I, I, I don't enjoy watching the show at all. I, I, I get pissed off that I got to waste three hours of my time, but I'm not, I'm not stressed out over it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am not a fan of uh, watching Raw either, but um, at the same time, um, I'm a fan of uh, the show. I'm a fan of the SK Nation because you guys are awesome. Uh, Speaking of awesome, Rollin back, 999. Tris Becky statements need piped in crowd noise. Fans don't care. LOL, they're so befuddled. That Lynch has reverted back to the funny eyewear and clothing. 
use B word, flip the table, and the fans yawn. Yeah, it was super yawn. Yes. Yeah, you know, Rollin, that's a great bro. Is, Rollin, can you answer this question for me? That what what is that called, Chris? An icon, that picture of Rollin with the crown. What what is that? An avatar. Is it Rollin? Is that supposed to be you? I, I'm 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 just curious. Every time I see this, bro, Rollin brings up a good point. We've speculated that there has been crowd noise piped in. We know for a fact the Titan Trons can pipe in a crowd noise. Mm-hmm. Like Rollins said, if any, bro, th- here's where they need it. For sure. But they're not using it, bro. What, what, what is that telling you? Mm-hmm. Are, are they, bro, we've read some kabuki-ish things that are going on with Becky and yeah. contracts or whatnot. Bro, could this be an angle that they're setting up for failure to teach Becky that she's not as over as she thinks she is? Oof. I mean, why why aren't he he Rollin is dead on? Here's where you need to pipe in the crowd noise. And yeah. they're not doing it. They're piping in everywhere else. So yeah. Uh I think it was something they piped in with Trish and Becky a few weeks ago because it, it just flat i mean every every week is flat, flat every oh, week flat. is flat yeah um then we had wait Rollins said lol thanks vince but he didn't answer my question yeah was it was it is it you is, or is, is it that's, not? is that supposed to be you rollin that's the question all right go ahead bro the question at hand all right so uh we get uh dominic defeating apollo cruz he's going through some uh, onslaught of beating mid-card talent. Do you think Cruz is going to double up on the running? I think I think they're, he's going to start vignettes of, of running more. We've, <laughs> we've got to fly now playing in the background. Bro, yes. is his new giver going to be the running man? He's just going to he's just going to keep, keep he's just going to keep running until he wins a match. Let's keep running, man. Let's keep, there's got to be something. I mean, you come from NXT of having some type of presence. So you get dra- like if you think of the draft, like people from NXT should like dread the draft. Like when they hear that the draft is coming, like, oh goodness. Because if you think about it, there's a lot of people from NXT period that gets that that has been a part of the draft that has just fell flat and went back to NXT like Apollo Cruz did. And then he gets drafted back. I mean, granted, Cruz won Intercontinental Championship at, at WrestleMania, did the African gimmick. That was a flash in the pan, though. But at the same time, he goes back to NXT, gets some steam, comes back to the main roster, and loses his first time uh, back from the draft. Why would he want to be drafted to the main roster? How is that a promotion to Apollo Crews? Bro, you know what's so sad about this, too? Like, bro, look at this dude. How hard does this guy work yeah. working out? Yeah. Like, Bro, this guy, you know, Ben Ben calls it committing to the bit. Yeah. Look at the shape this yeah. guy is in, bro. Like, come on, bro. Can we throw him a cookie, man? I agree. I mean, I, I think they did a couple years ago when they did the Nigerian, you know, uh, gimmick with him. Um, and that was probably like a, you know, add a boy you know, and having yeah. him beat Big E, you know, for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, so it, Rollins said, no, it's a generic pick that has similar hair pattern. I'm looking for a similar picture that looks like me. Yeah, Rollins, we got an answer. We got an answer from Rollins. Very nice, yeah, Rollins. Yeah. Thank you. 
Last year, all offense was. Oh yeah, no, I know. I I, I didn't take that personally. I'm, I'm I'm just telling you, bro. Even if they aren't writing storylines, there's somebody putting the pieces in place, bro, which is very very important and a part of writing. That's all. Sure, sure. We get an AJ Styles video package. We get KO, Zane, and Riddle defeating Imperium. Oh my God! Gunther loses a match two weeks into. Bro, what? What? What are they like? Siri, you're throwing them it. over a table, and oh my God! Bro, again, I'm going to say, Chris, what I say every single week. This is a house show on television. That's why you had that finish. Yeah. The only problem is, bro, you've got 1.8 million people watching this, and now to them, Gunther is nothing. Yeah, yeah. Especially, you know, if the people don't watch on SmackDown, watch don't watch Raw. I mean, a half million people less watch Raw than they do watch SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> so right. you're going to have to right. reintroduce people to Gunther, and this is a horrible reentered or or initial introduction from people. To, uh, to Guther, and it's, Bro, it's can, can I ask you a question, yeah. Chris? Why not, bro? If it's a six man tag and Gunth is strong and Gunth is annihilating, and Gunth every time they tag in the other two guys, they're 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 in control, they they tag Gunther in and Gunther changes the tide. Mm. Bro, why not? Especially Riddle, since Riddle is a goofball, okay? Bro, handcuff Gunther to the ropes. Mm. That's all you gotta do, bro. And and bro, you could even handcuff him to the ropes. You're killing the other two guys. He's trying feverishly to break away, bro. That's all you have to do. Then finally, when they go over, he breaks out of the chains. Then give him heat. Yeah. Why you throwing this dude over a table like he's a Johnny Gargano, bro? And 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 mind you, Vince. Uh, less than two months ago, he beat Drew McIntyre and Sheamus at WrestleMania. Two oh, of the hardest crazy. hitting uh, talent on the whole roster, but he's struggling with Sami Zayn. Now. That's what I'm talking. It's a house show. You want to send everybody home happy, yeah. and the people at, at home are watching this saying, what? Really, bro? Yeah. Got a quick question for you before we go, Vince, with the, the last segment with the Triple H and, and Cody. So I'm thinking one of two things. Either Triple H uh, basically is the, the mastermind behind Brock uh, or uh, Triple H is going to try to uh, cause Cody to not reach Roman. Or I was thinking this, Vince, perhaps Triple H got one more in him. and do we have a Triple H Cody at 40? Because there's so much with that when it comes to uh, AEW, you know, the whole uh, uh, sledgehammering, the the throne, the the rib, you know, the rib on Triple H, you know, the mockery of Triple H. You know, the, 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 the relationship that Cody has with Triple H and things like that. Do we see a possible, I know he has heart issues, no, maybe they're yeah. better. Maybe it's cleared, or maybe he's a mastermind behind someone doing that. Do you Chris, see any type of Triple H and Cody at forty, bro? You never say no in wrestling, and 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 I would think this guy is 
absolutely. If if his health issues are real, mm-hmm. and I would question them if he wrestled again, because if your health issues are real and you step into a ring, bro, you, you're, you're an absolute imbecile. I think this whole thing is, Chris, what what, what is everything? We, we we put Cody, we we Brock beats Cody. The out is the broken arm that uh Triple H diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And bro, what does that do, bro? It gets us to SummerSlam one 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 win each side, a healthy Cody Rose. This yeah. is just be yeah. I do see a stretch. I mean, I like I, I've said that for, for weeks. I do see Cody and Brock again at SummerSlam, but I don't know. Just maybe, maybe it's wistful thinking to me. Maybe it's just you know trying to make some conversation out of this. Oh yeah. But perhaps Triple H and Cody, in some capacity, we will see at WrestleMania 40. Even if it's not Triple H competing, perhaps he's causing someone and and, and being at someone's corner or some something like that. Maybe because there's a story there that I'll be much more intrigued. Than just a run back of him and Roman for the title. I don't well, want to see that. Bro, me. if we want to go back to what we were talking about earlier, okay, bro, if if Vince is really trying to f with Triple H, bro, can you imagine if Triple H got an enormous pay cut? Oh, Seri- like, nice. bro, seriously, like, wait, wait, can you imagine, can you imagine if oh. Endeavor said, yeah, bro, we're just going to cut your salary in half. Can you, to, to the point, to the point of, well, I might as well be an active. Yeah, might as well. Then, Put the ties back on. You, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, who knows, man? Who knows, bro? Yeah, that's true. All right, my man. One thing we do know is this guy right here has a. Uh, a fantasy baseball Patreon. Let the listeners know. Yeah, guys, that. check out, man. If you love fantasy baseball like me, I got a Patreon, bro. I'll give you tips every uh, every week. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash VRFBB. And, of course, everything is Russo'sBrand.com. You got one more super chat from Rollin. Rollin coming through. <laughs> I told chat GPT to write a Raw show as Vince Russo would using 2020 roster quick summary mentions vince was known for controversial and unpredictable storylines wrote in the pyro rollins versus alistair black in a street fight alistair black would kill seth rollins in a street fight kill him they both uh well black does uh he does uh shoot fighting he does uh mma stuff yeah he, he, i mean he looks it he's he's very um that's a guy that I look at and I believe. You know, I, I said the same thing with Buddy Murphy. Like, mm-hmm. bro, you you know guys, you could tell by looking at guys who will F you up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got another, bro, bro, they can't <laughs> stop giving. We may be <laughs> on here all night, bro. Who do you think will win in the long run? WWE or AEW? That, that, that goes without saying. Yeah, WWE, 100%. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right, we're going to get up out of here. <laughs> Vince Russo, Dr. Chris, thank you, SK Nation, for the uh, the litany. Yeah, man. Thank uh, you, guys. Super Chats, man. Came through tonight. Thank you so much. 23 Super Chats tonight. Wow. Fantastic. Wow, that's Continue awesome. To, uh, that is awesome. Thank you. You to keep them coming, man, next, next week. Vince Russo, Dr. Chris, this is the Legion of Raw. Have a good night, everybody. Solo.